Hello, Hello, friends. Welcome to another podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Generation Z and a millennial expert. Thank you for being here today. We appreciate your listenership. And again, this is a daily podcast, Monday through Friday. So please share with anybody that may be interested in learning more about Gen Z and millennials. If you're Generation X, Baby Boomer, whatever it may be, we can all learn because and a lot of these generations are very similar to ours, but they have different tweaks for millennials and Generation Z. Again, today is episode number nine. Yes, number nine of season one. And we're looking forward to doing hundreds of these podcasts as we continue to escalate our platform. I've mentioned that we are on Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, iTunes, TuneIn, just to name a few current platforms. And you can also see the podcast on my website, which is Generation Z and MillennialExperts.com. And that will provide you additional sources of information as well. So again, thank you for being here. Today's topic that we are going to discuss is going to be how Generation Z is the greatest generation and how we can help them succeed in the workforce. I know in previous podcasts, I always talk about Generation Z and millennials as both being the greatest generations, and there's a lot of truth to that. However, in the context of this discussion, we are going to say that Generation Z is the greatest generation in the current workforce. So what we'd like to cover today is at the end of this discussion, we're going to talk about the three ways to improve success in the workforce. But leading up to that, we're also going to cover some of the characteristics and the mental makeup of Generation Z individuals. And if you look at when you compare the success in the workforce, I mean, these individuals are going to do wonderful things. They were born to millennial and Generation X parents. Uh, These parents have acted as role models to them. And they were born between the years of 1996 and 2015. According to a recent study dated 2018 by McKinsey, members of Generation Z culture like to express their individualness and avoid labels altogether. This is quite a bit different than my generation, Generation X, because we were more interested in what we looked like to our friends, peers, while Generation Z does not look at being labeled as something important. When I was growing up, we would we would be labeled as either jocks, skaters, stoners, losers, uh, whatever it may be, preppy. These were constant words that we were labeled, especially when I was going back to the school in the early 1990s. And other things that are important to Generation Z is the ability to be in touch with feelings and depression 
And this is a real thing as life can be very dark. Generation Z is not afraid to show and demonstrate that their life is dark and dreary and gloomy. They will show that in YouTube videos and they actually attempt to be hyper vulnerable uh, to be in front of their peers. And this actually receives quite a bit of positive feedback. Earlier generations, this hypersensitiveness would have been a stigma for being picked on or bullied. And we've discussed that in previous podcasts with our previous cyberbullying episode. But that being very vulnerable on social media provides them strength. But what's interesting, while providing the strength on other platforms, Generation Z is very private. They try to protect their information, their overall uh, well-being as Generation X and to some point millennials and especially baby boomers, they'll share a lot of information on Facebook and Twitter and be out there with all that information. But Generation Z, they're more private. They they prefer they prefer uh, social medias like TikTok and Instagram, which will just show a picture or a quick snapshot of their life, but it will be it won't be verbal like you see in Facebook or Twitter posts. That's a big difference from what we experience as Generation X and baby boomers. Now, another important characteristic is they are a very progressive and liberal generation. They are basically willing to try to push the needle where they can. They are looking at social causes like climate change and gender equality. They like to think of gender pronouns. So it's not so much he or she. They refer more to they because it doesn't matter to them if you're he or she or transgender or or whatnot. They prefer to say uh, they because it's not important for them what the context of their overall gender makeup is. And the other thing that they're looking at is, is to make sure that they are a part of the political movement. As we recently saw with the recent, uh, what is that, riots in Tulsa, uh, President Trump was, his, his, uh, was basically sabotaged and hacked because the website basically booked a bunch of tickets for nobody that was going to show up which is why the Tulsa rally back on June 20th was considered a failure because the progressive movement and liberals of the Generation Z era made sure that they escalated the point that President Trump did not have the followers that he talked about. So that's really important to them as well. And then the pandemic has had less effect on Generation Z. Now you say, why would they have less effect on Generation Z compared to other generations? 
Well, let's look at it. They are the digital generation. They grew up in front of a computer. They do a lot of things with their friends like FaceTime and they do video games, Fortnite. A lot of this stuff, they are communicating via online source. So when it comes to being out with friends or being in public settings, the pandemic hasn't really made a significant impact on them. Yes, they are the movement along with millennials that are still out and about, probably being uh, out there more than they should because of the COVID-19 restrictions and, and how it can affect people of the older generation. But ultimately, Generation Z is not being affected by the pandemic, which is really interesting. Uh, they mentioned that even though they're digital, uh, they don't listen to podcasts. 65% of Generation Zs do not listen to podcasts. And you ask why? I've mentioned in previous podcasts that Generation Z has an attention span of approximately eight seconds. So think about right now, we're about 15 minutes on an average podcast. So they don't want to listen to the whole 15 plus minutes where they can get a snapshot of uh, Instagram or, or TikTok or something that has a short overall consumption of time. And then 56% don't like to click ads when they're browsing websites, which is very interesting. So all of this digital marketing that is focused on reaching uh, the marketings for Generation Z is not being used appropriately. Uh, that is where search engine optimization slash SEOs are going to play a big part of trying to capture the attention of this generation. So as I promised earlier, I mentioned that we are going to discuss three ways to improve this, the success of workers within the workplace. And this is part of being able to continue to keep generations happy and make sure that they don't follow the steps of millennials who are job hoppers. So the first step preparing Generation Z for success is create generational training and mentorship. Now, what I mean by this is not having somebody of an older generation showing the ropes to a younger generation, in this case, Generation Z. We're talking about a reverse mentoring program. Now you go, what is a reverse mentoring program? Well, it's actually where the younger generation, Generation Z, will actually demonstrate their skills and knowledge by teaching an older generation. Let's use the baby boomers as an example. The baby boomers strive to learn technology, but don't always feel comfortable learning technology. So this is an opportunity for Generation Z to provide the knowledge that they have to baby boomers. And this gives them more confidence, more interpersonal skills, and you know the, to be able to uh, have success in the workplace. Confidence and interpersonal skills or soft skills are a major part of doing business. 
so by being able to show that they can train and mentor someone of an older generation is going to be a key priority. So that's a number one for prepping for success. A number two is allow them to showcase knowledge. And an example of this would be to have Generation Z employees speak about their passion or their best skill sets. A recent report identified 88% of people are not passionate about a work. Are you surprised? I would not be surprised overall. Most people work because they have to. A lot of people enjoy going to work sometimes, but not everybody enjoys going to work every day. And so not everybody can be able to do the things at work that they're passionate about. So what you do is you have an employee or a Generation Z speak within the group and talk about what they're passionate about, what their skill sets are, because then their fellow colleagues will be able to maybe share some of the things that they're passionate about and find overall common ground where they can work together and help the business thrive through commonalities of skill sets and passion. And you want to be able to have creativity. Creativity is a must when you're trying to produce uh, employees and, and how you can get them to be passionate and discuss openly. So you want to do this with creativity. And that's number two. Number three is the team building experience, building a great culture. We hear about building a great culture a lot, and it is not just a cliche. Generation Z and millennials have a less structured way that they prefer to build cultures or team building overall, while Generation X and baby boomers are more likely to have a structured team building where you go onto an offsite uh, team building and you do eight to five and you go through all these team building exercise. That would be a rigid structural team building type of activity. Now, Generation Z and millennials, they would prefer, as I mentioned, less structure. So doing something like like uh, the escape room, for instance. The escape room is a great idea to utilize teamwork, utilize knowledge, utilize intellectual well-being, and to try to figure out how to escape a room. And another uh, idea is to be able to, is to enjoy yourselves, have fun, and try the axe throwing activity. A lot of places now have the availability to where you can throw an axe against a board or a target, uh, which is very interesting. It seems fairly unsafe, but there are a structured way of doing it. But this is an activity that will bring millennials, generations Z together along with millennials and generation X. So again, we discussed uh, the three ways to improve a success in the workplace for Generation Z. There are a lot of different ways that we could utilize the talents and experiences in the workforce and get the most productivity out of Generation Z. Again, Generation Z is the greatest workforce because they are the most different workforce. They are significantly different 
than millennials, Generation X. And many say that they compare more to baby boomers than the previous two generations mentioned, which is interesting. But we will talk more about that in a future podcast. So again, thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, We appreciate your listenership. Again, please share with others. We are your Generation Z and Millennial Experts. This is Episode 9. We look forward to bringing you Episode 10 uh, tomorrow, September 2nd. So again, everybody have a great rest of the day. Uh, Enjoy yourselves. Be happy. Enjoy life. And thank you again. I am your Generation Z and Millennial Experts, Dr. Jason Wiggins. Thank you very much. Have a great rest of the day.